Welcome to the Lady Parts Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor, and I am delighted that you are joining me again today. Last episode, we discussed the emotional toll of miscarriage, a topic that traditionally hasn't received much attention, but has gotten more recently as certain celebrities have discussed their own stories. Shout out to Gabrielle Union. I see you. And more importantly, I hear you. The number of supportive comments I received after that podcast was awesome. I hoped that it would resonate with people and I was happy to hear that it did. I am a very private person and I was really hesitant to share my own experience with recurrent pregnancy loss. However, I felt that it was important to share with you and overcome the stigma associated with miscarriage. My hope is that you will feel comfortable sharing your story as well. It's so important that we continue to encourage and lift one another up. And I loved seeing how we were able to do that for one another. Today, I want to tackle a different subject. I'm going to focus on our relationships with the ones we love. In our closest relationships, we desire familiarity, friendship, closeness. We want to build a deeper understanding, the kind where words aren't always necessary to understand what's on someone's mind. We seek the ability to connect, and when we can't, we feel that something is lacking. We seek intimacy. For some of you, the mere mention of the word intimacy may make you freeze up and consider stopping the podcast immediately. Just one negative experience can have you scarred for life, wanting to protect yourself from any future discomfort. Don't do it. I mean, yes, protect yourself, but don't don't turn off the podcast. I've been there too, and I know that even when we feel broken, we still crave connection. So let's unpack things a bit. I did a lot of researching to find a definition for intimacy, and there are a lot of different ones, all basically variations on the same thing. But the one that I liked the most came from dictionary.com. It defines intimacy as a close, familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group. In my practice, I regularly talk to patients regarding intimacy with their partners, specifically the lack of sex. I think that is the most common thing that people bring up when they're concerned about intimacy. Many times, one or both partners have lost interest, or sometimes one partner is no longer able to engage due to medical problems. Although intimacy and sex are often used synonymously, they are not the same thing and can exist together or apart. For example, we want to bond with our children and for them to feel comfortable talking and sharing with us, even if they're afraid they might get into trouble. Or, you know, we want to bond with our parents and for them to feel comfortable talking and sharing with us. And we want to feel comfortable talking and sharing with them, even if we're afraid that it might get us into trouble. That's intimacy. Perhaps you have a friend with whom you can take long road trips in silence, communicate without words, ponder the mysteries of the universe, and just enjoy being in one another's company. That's intimacy. There are five main types of intimacy, and we interpret them differently depending on the situation or relationship. 
The first, physical. You may be most familiar with this type. Yes, sex falls into this category, but there are many ways to have physical intimacy without sex. Physical intimacy involves romantic love, friendship, and platonic love. In addition to kissing, a hug, hands holding, cuddling, or any skin-to-skin contact are expressions of physical intimacy. There's a reason that a heart-to-heart embrace feels so nice. It fosters a sense of closeness and warmth that a handshake doesn't deliver. Spiritual intimacy. This type involves shared values and ideology. It doesn't always have a religious context, although it can. Holding the same beliefs as someone gives you a common purpose or way of viewing and living your life. This fosters a sense of connection. Praying together can create spiritual intimacy, as could an evening together staring in awe at the night sky. Emotional intimacy. It involves the ability to be vulnerable and open up to someone regarding your hopes, dreams, and fears. This sharing fosters trust and expects affirmation and validation. There is no judgment or fear of embarrassment. You might, for example, share with a friend your struggles with breastfeeding or chest feeding and your need to rely on other methods. Your friend would then offer support and encourage you to do what you need to do for a healthy family. That's emotional intimacy. Intellectual intimacy. This is interesting for me because I never really thought about it as a separate category. But having a conversation with someone where you regularly share your thoughts and opinions, even if you disagree, creates emotional intimacy. I'm not talking about the political conversations you have with your extended family at Thanksgiving, okay? Like that sounds like a headache (laughs) and something that I'm pretty sure you're not looking forward to. I'm referring to discussions in which you feel free to share your ideas and you feel that your opinions are valued. For example, debating the meaning of life or the best form of government or even the best musical act of the 20th century provides an opportunity to engage in enlightening conversation and develop intellectual intimacy. So now everybody's, I think, getting ready for like their Star Wars and um, Lord of the Rings conversations. Lord of the Rings, that's my favorite. That's the one I want to debate. It's experiential intimacy. So that's the fifth type. Shared experiences through activities allow you to bond and create memories with someone else. Through teamwork, you may find yourselves working in unison and becoming closer. Before we had kids, my husband and I used to go to the gym and work out together regularly. I'm talking multiple days out of the week and Saturdays and Sundays as well. Although our workouts weren't usually synced, we'd made it meet at the end for cardio or core strengthening, and we'd just toss the medicine ball back and forth. But we do it together, and we have a lot of memories from that time. You may have an activity you share with a loved one, like gardening or a family game night with multiple loved ones. Each of those shared moments will give you something to talk about for years to come. 
How do we build intimacy? Now, sometimes you can perceive a decrease in intimacy as it happens, or you might not notice until it's gone. Even when intimacy is present, we need to nurture it so it can continue to grow. Focusing on just one type of intimacy can leave your relationships feeling a little flat or two-dimensional. Focusing on multiple types is key. So how do we build intimacy? First, you got to talk. Initiate the conversation. Start with the easy stuff. No electronics allowed. I know they're always within reach, but they have no place, no place when we're trying to build intimacy. Talk about the things you would like to do or see yourself doing together. Listen. Listen to what the other person has to say. It's amazing how often we hear without listening. I'm guilty as well. Or we might be scrolling through our phone, trying to multitask, indicating that, you know, the other person's not really a priority. When we really listen, we often learn something new. Do. Plan to do something and do it. It doesn't have to be something grand or expensive. Taking a bike ride, going for a walk, or sitting down to watch that movie you've added to your list on Netflix are all great activities. Share when you're ready. Make yourself emotionally available. Share what's on your mind, your hopes, desires, and concerns. Be patient. Building intimacy takes time. Respect their timeline and your own. I hope this discussion helps bring you closer to your partner or whomever you're trying to build intimacy with. Trying something new each day is a great way to get started and get you set on the right path. Again, I am Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, to subscribe to the website, the YouTube channel. We're here. And until, ta- until next time, take care of yourself. Thank mm-hmm. you.